Jody Vance in for Jill Bennett. Trigger warning, we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about taking sides. We're going to talk about tossing barbs at people who don't agree with your political stripe. And that is something that has grown in ways that I think we can all agree, if that's even possible anymore, that it's gone too far. We've kind of jumped the shark when it comes to disagreeing politically. It's almost as though it's rooted in anger and hatred now as opposed to just opposing points of view or opposing policy or opposing ideas. Do we need to pull back on this and try and find a better path forward? Uh, If you ask me, yes. As somebody who is paid to give their opinion on talk radio, I can tell you that uh, for the most part, lovely people reach out and give me their opinions, give me their takes and what have you. But inevitably, there is one if not a couple, depending on the subject matter, who might come at somebody who is on the radio, someone like myself, with a next level of vitriol. I won't go into my story of online harassment. You've likely heard it. And if you haven't, Google Jody Vance and online harassment and you'll see. Uh, You need not Google far into my next guest's social media, particularly the cesspool that has become Twitter, uh, to find some vitriol just simply about This woman, who is an iconic Canadian, an incredibly talented Canadian Hall of Fame singer-songwriter, author, actor, animal advocate, vegan, and also somebody with a political opinion. (gasps) I know. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome Jan Arden to the program. Jan, hello. I was thinking, who the heck is she talking about? (laughs) Hi, Jody. First of all, I want to preface this entire crowd. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's so amazing to me that, you know, the, 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 the sentence that I get sort of thrown at me over and over again, and it's various themes on this sentiment is you're in music, stay out of politics, you fat C word, vitriol, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know it's a very small percentage of people that do that kind of stuff, but from my point of view, Jody, and I'm sure you can attest to this. If you were around in the 60s and the 70s, like I was, all musicians, it was all politics. The musicians of the day, Joan Baez, um, you know, Bob Dylan, you know, people like Bono, people that have, have, have run for office. Ronald Reagan was an actor. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was, you know, the, you know, the, the, the governor of California. You know, so many people, uh, uh, case in point, the, the president of Ukraine was a yeah. very famous comedian and actor that chose to go into politics. So that is an old, tired narrative, and people really need to lay down that broom because... I am allowed to have an opinion. I'm certainly allowed to vote for whoever I want. And hooray, democracy. The person with the most votes won, so they should have. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud to be in a country where people aren't vilified, persecuted, fear-mongered, kept from the polls, threatened within their lives. We march into these polling stations with thousands of volunteers, and we cast a vote. And we hope that our guy wins, but it doesn't always work that way. Uh, there, that's my that's my little caveat to this conversation. Um, and you're right; there's a lot of vitriol, there's a lot of anger, and it need not be. I'm a proud Albertan. I'm hoping everyone works together to, you know, to make it the best place it can possibly be. 
Um, and, and, and it's just it's crazy that it comes with so much baggage these days. And it's the opposition of thought that then becomes hateful and vitriolic because you love you love your province so much that you you create and do incredible things that are based in and rooted in Calgary because well, you I've love never it. left here. You, and I you know, know I love that about you. There's yeah. so many people, there's so many artists that, you know, any modicum of success, they pack their bag and they go to Los Angeles or New York or the States or Toronto or, um, you know, they leave. And, uh, and I, there's nothing that would make me leave here, really. Um, I, I do love it here. I've filmed my television show here. Uh, I've lived here all my life. I'm, I'm like fourth or fifth generation of, you know, settlers let's let's just be very clear about that i am not yeah. an original albertan i will leave that to the indigenous peoples they are the original people but as far as white folks that you know came stumbling up from from over from europe and and in covered wagons up from the states yeah my my family's been here a long long time and um i was traditionally a conservative voter my parents were but i think people have to understand too that the personalities of parties change just like their personnel changes. With every leader, a party kind of changes its outlook and how it functions and how it represents itself. And I think what happened in Alberta was a, a real, it wasn't a story that surprised anybody here. I think people no. that have voted conservative for 40, 50, 60 years um, thought this is the party that it used to be like, especially farm people, rural people. And, you know, it's not. But even having said that, things change. I, I wouldn't want to be in politics for love nor money. People are constantly no. asking me, would you want to do this? I'm like, no. But it's a, it's a hard gig. And whoever sits in that chair, whether it's Danielle Smith or Rachel Notley or uh, Allison Redmond or Peter Lougheed or whoever it is, it, it, a year from now, the story is going to be a tired out one, Jody Vance, and that's going to be people are going to be disappointed. They're not doing what they said they would do. Um, you know, that that age old adage of it doesn't matter who you vote for. The government always gets in. So we shall see how this unrolls. But there's no point in, you know, the, the bet, you know, we won. You guys lost. There's no losers and there's no winners it, in a democracy. We're all governed by the person that does win. But it doesn't mean she governs half of the people. It's, no. it's all of us. We all participate. All of us as taxpayers. All of us as people that, that live here and want to make our lives here for our families. And we all want the same stuff. It just yeah. drives me bonkers. Ultimately. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about what it was like for you? Because you did. I love the fact that you use your voice politically speaking. And as you said, so many artists before you have and will continue to I hope long into the future but you unabashedly said this is what I'm doing and here's why and I love this and everybody just go vote and a lot of people um gave you pushback on just saying that oh, and it was it was unbelievable they're saying you're using your influence okay to garner votes okay uh <laughs> I'm I'm not standing outside of a polling station Flying people with liquor and, you know, doing no. unseemly things, which did happen in this election with certain really? people being at polling stations, oh, coercing people and, you know, doing something that literally is against the rules of politicking. I put my face on, uh, on, a, on a picture, you know, a picture, 
Yeah, of course you put your face uh-huh. in the picture. That's uh-huh. what the picture is. And mm-hmm. and the NDP officially stamped it saying, you know, Jan is, is endorsing Rachel Notley. It's right. not illegal. It's not pandering. I'm not unduly influencing people. I'm saying this is what I'm voting for for my future. And, of course, you know, you want to kind of at the 11th hour say maybe there's a few people that are undecided and and that really like me and think well you know if jan's doing that maybe i'll do it too but everyone is doing it but what's okay for one side is not okay for the other side and and the thing that is just so dumbfounding is is the amount of hatred that it goes from zero to 100 very quickly there's no it, it it's so childish and like some of the comments, they make it so easy for me to go after them, but I don't. I'm just like, that, that's just too easy. It's Watching your it's, clapbacks, though, are really fun because when people are like, you don't matter, and then you quote tweet that, and well, clearly I matter to you because you're posting on my social media, like the, the want to just be mad at it, at your reach, I, at your opinion, also, at your platform, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I also try and have some modicum of, of empathy, because, you know, for the most part, uh, it's a misrepresentation of a whole group of people. Uh, you know, for, for anyone to say the UCP party is a group of this and this and this, I don't like that kind of talk. I don't think it's right. true. I have friends that voted for Danielle Smith and the representative in their area. These are people that are close to me. And I know we've talked about the political stuff. That's their yeah. reason for it. Um, I think there's a lot of mudslinging on both sides of, of political fences. And, of course, in Alberta, it was a two-party system here. It almost felt very American. The Liberals were nowhere to be seen, the Green Party, the Independents. Uh, if anything, they kind of screwed up a vote that, you know, some of these writings were decided by two, four, ten, a yeah. hundred votes. Yeah. Uh, the entire election could have been swayed differently with 4,000 votes. So everyone needs to really think about that. Um We've never had a bigger opposition in Alberta, which I really think is important in politics going forward. Um, there were some kind of nefarious people that didn't get reelected, and I think that's a great part of democracy. You know, people, you know, they wanted to be have the UCP, but but they didn't want that guy, and they didn't want that woman. So, you know, they voted for somebody different in their riding. So things like that are a big shift in Alberta politics, but it's no surprise what happened here. And... Um, I just I hope people calm down and yeah. find some some peace of mind. And it's not us and them. It's we. It's we. And we have to go forward and make it work. You know, I was walking through the airport yesterday and I thought, if this was real life Twitter, if you could put tweets over people's heads and see them like little bubbles as they walk through the airport, you know, the anonymous comments. People that smile at you as you're going by with your suitcase or getting a coffee or whatever, all of us in this airport that are coming from all different walks of life, and we're all flying somewhere or going on a holiday or, you know, going to work. If we could only see what those comments were, I think we'd find a lot of the times they don't match with what our real time, real life experience is with another human being. And I hope we all start living in the real world where you know, you can help somebody who's out of gas on the side of the road and, and, and they could be a, a, from a completely different party than you or walk of life. Or I, I just I hope we find our way back, because whatever this is, it's not working. 
And it's making yeah. people feel sick. I have Jan Arden, singer, songwriter, author, actress, and activist when it comes to protecting animals, all animals, in fact, and, and very poignant on your social media with regard to that. But you have one thing, Jan, that is extra close to your heart, a promise broken by our current prime minister. Tell people about your mission to end live horse export. Yes, it's been going on for a long, long time. I know we, we have a very short amount of time, but uh, this is all about awareness. Large draft horses are purpose-bred, so they're not found on the streets. They're not coming up over the borders. They're purpose-bred in large, large feedlots in Alberta and in, in Manitoba. Uh, every few weeks, three, four weeks, they're stuffed into wooden crates, terrified, and they go on an 8,000-kilometer journey uh, going through turbulence, no food, no water, they get to Japan, and they are brutally slaughtered uh, for something called bashimi, which is a raw sushi uh, delicacy. Uh, but anyway, it, it's, we certainly don't take issue with whatever, whatever people want to eat, and I've always been very clear about that with, with what we've been doing with the Horses Hit campaign. Uh, do the math in your head. Um, it's about transportation. It's about shipping live animals. They've stopped it all over the world. We're one of the last countries on the planet shipping live horses. Uh, we ship most of the, um, we supply most of the world's horse meat. So that's where we're at, Jody. It's about awareness. Uh, the government did promise to mandate it well over a year ago after Trudeau was elected. I know he's got a lot of stuff on his plate. Every government does. But I also believe that this, we just have to keep the pressure up. And we have to get their attention, and, and that's what we are doing with the Horses Hit campaign. And that's www.horseshit.ca, um, and you can find out more about what this hideous thing is. And, and we just need to stop it. Horses are very treasured in Canada. They're part of our heritage. They're part of our, you know, of, of, of our settling here. Of, horses have helped human beings discover every corner of the world, and they need to be treated better. Horses Hit. .ca. And when you type that into your Google <laughs> bar, you're going to know why it's funny. Uh, the, we we the, just the don't say it on matter, the radio. Exactly. The subject matter, not at all funny, but angry about the fact that this is ongoing in Canada where it's been banned elsewhere. And this is not an industry that is supporting workers and making, uh, you know, important no. impacts to a country. This is a this is a very small group of people making a lot of money uh, selling to millionaires abroad and in the $25 million dollars these- a year. Right. These beautiful the draft really, horses. Yeah. The, yeah. the feedlots are, are disgusting. They're fed a sludge. A big truck goes down a big trough. Uh, you know, you'll see, you'll see newborn horses that are lying in mud. Uh, very little veterinary care. Uh, and, and every loophole in the world has been breached. Um, this yeah. is an American company that came up from, from Washington State when they banned it in 2006. So imagine that. 2006, over... You know, 15, 16, 17 years ago, it was banned in America. And they thought, oh, we can do it out of Canada. And they've been doing it here ever since, very quietly, very on the down low. So, Jody, we really need to keep the pressure up, visit our site, find out more. And um, Easy to write the letter to the government. Easy to add your name to yeah. a, 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 a petition. The be- click of a button. Horseshit.ca. Jan Arden, <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. I look forward you to seeing you peace. soon next time you're in town. Come over. Yes. Yes, let's okay. see what unfolds. I, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'll be in Vancouver Sunday, Jody. I hope to see you uh, one of those days. Sunday. I'll be there for three days. All right, I'm in. Count me in. Put Bye. me in your calendar. I love you, girl. Okay, Jan Arden. Bye. Yeah.